Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we are back with the second half of the Scrobro Show. Little uh, Scobro Show. There, I think I got it right. Had to rewind it there. Uh, I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. And with me, as always, my big brother, Rich. Still doing good, Rich? Still breathing in that sweet smell of again. I want to hear this more often from you. I really do. This, this, you know, doing it. Steelers fans were convinced we weren't going to get to hear that again. They were convinced that the Steelers were going to lose out and lose the first round of the playoffs. Now you're seeing the team, you're seeing the spark of what you saw earlier in the season. The Steelers just have to repeat it. So now we're going to roll into our meaningless, meaningful week 17 game. Okay. This is a meaningless game and a meaningful game, depending on how you look at it. Because you can still take things away from this game. You can still do things to get ready and get better going into the postseason. But ultimately, this game doesn't matter. I'm going to lay out why it doesn't matter. Okay? The reason it doesn't matter is the Pittsburgh Steelers currently right now are the number three seed in the AFC. Nothing can keep them from going any lower than where they are because it's going to be either the Titans or the or the Colts. They are already both two games behind, and the Steelers are on the tiebreaker over both of them. They can't get anywhere close to getting up there. The only thing that the Steelers could do is move up to the number two. And the only way that occurs is if the Buffalo Bills lose to the Dolphins and the Steelers win against the Cleveland Browns. I understand Mike Tomlin's philosophy. It might be different if this game was completely under your control. If you if where you moved was completely under your control. But it's not. And because you need help, it makes more sense to have your guys ready than it is to make sure you win the game. I also think that it's not as important this year to have yeah. that number two over the number three because of Absolutely. everything COVID and limited, if any, fans in the stands. Well, not only that, remember, this is the first year where the number two seed does not get a bye. If they were playing for a bye, Correct. they would probably be playing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. they still might not play because they would need help. If they controlled their own destiny, I, I know he would be playing for it, but they would need help. To me, not playing Ben Roethlisberger, what you're doing right now is people are like, oh, but Ben needed to get a little bit more sharp. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger ended his regular season with his best half of football he had played. Do you think he's actually going to play better than that against the Browns in week 17? He could, but the likelihood of that. There's a lot more likelihood that it would it, you would take a step back than you would take even a step forward. Hopefully, it would just be the same, you know, you know, holding steady. So what I'm saying is now you now you're going to be looking at a Ben Roethlisberger that with a week off should be hopefully more rejuvenated because none of these guys got a week off. Wes, you're in the live chat. I know you're there. He was exactly right at the time. I was just saying, you know what? This is how it's going to be for everyone. I still can't believe. We're heading into week 17, and every game has been played this NFL season. Yeah, it's been they've pretty done, impressive. They've done it. But and it I seems like the Steelers got screwed with everybody off with a $250,000 fine and no lost draft picks. Yeah, which is funny because. because um, Must be nice when the owner's buddies with the old commissioner. I mean, 
everything that went on with the Ravens and their COVID situation, and they're going to have a harsher punishment for the Saints for not having their masks in the locker room. And I mean, I want to see what the punishment is going to be for the Steelers with their celebration. Because if it's worse than what it was for the Ravens, um, I have a feeling you're going to be be hearing one very upset Art Rooney the second. Um, because that would just because that's what it would come down to. So there's going to be other players other than Ben Roethlisberger that, that are going to sit this game out. So the, that's why week 17 is meaningless. Because right now, if the Steelers cared about the victory, Ben Roethlisberger would be playing. Now, it's not that they don't want to win, but if the most important thing was the victory, your best players would be playing. Yeah, it's a it's a you've got to weigh out risk-reward. Yeah. Risk-reward. Yeah. I was there in the and stadium when the when all the air got sucked out of the out of the stadium in week 17 on Sunday night football in 2000 was that 14 it's been a while um when the Steelers were playing the Cincinnati Bengals for the AFC North Championship in week 17 and the right to host the game and when one Mr. Buttnaked get robbed goes down with the injury and the Steelers had nothing at the backup running back. They had already they had already lost their backup running back at, or earlier. So it was just him, and then he was out. That's the last thing you want to be dealing with is a, 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 another key injury. The Steelers are already without Bud Dupree. They're already without Devin Bush. They don't need something else other than that. So that's one thing you have to, have to be And, and I mean, we're, play, we're playing the Browns, who – yeah. Depending on how things played out, you could be the team we're turning around playing the very next week. Exactly. And do you really want to play them straight up if you're going to play them again the next week? I do. Well, not only straight up, but what mm-hmm. you know, what's stopping you know Miles Garrett to think, oh, you're going to beat us this game, but I'll just rip Ben Roethlisberger's helmet off and hit yeah. him over the head with it. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's I'd, I'd say you're absolutely ludicrous, but uh, if you know, but. It was absolutely ludicrous that that's ever happened before. So I understand exactly what you're saying. And you got to also remember, I really hope that the Steelers don't completely rest too many defensive guys because you got to remember, this is the same defense. So granted, they had Devin Bush for part of the game and they had Bud Dupree, but this is the same defense that held them to seven points. You know, so. But right. Yes. Now I was. Reading the story on the website today, I don't remember what story it was. May have been because you did the one about talking about who may or may not be in the game, right? Um, no, that was Jeff. That was Jeff. That's right. That's yeah. who it was. And I was reading, that, and someone came on and was like, "I think we need to sit this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this." And I was like, "You can't sit them all." You realize that we do have to field a team, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you know what, Jeff. Jeff went through in that article and laid it out exactly the way it needs to be. There are certain guys that you're not going to be able to rest completely. There, Some of these guys might not play, but they're going to have to dress. Honestly, in my opinion, people are like, well, Marquise Pouncey's on. I think Marquise Pouncey's going to have to dress mm-hmm. because they only have two centers mm-hmm. and they can't dress and they can't go into a game with just one. Correct. So I think Marquise Pouncey is going to not start and not play, but he is there in case Hassanauer gets hurt. Yep. Don't you think? I agree. I so that's, would say there's a good chance you'd see the same thing from TJ Watt. Yes. Well, TJ Watt may Watt, dress but not play. 
they could get by without dressing one outside linebacker if Ola Adenier comes back healthy. If he was Ola out. comes back healthy. Because they've been, they've been keeping something out. I should ask you this. What do you think of, especially on special teams, what do you think of Cassius Marsh? Um, You know what? The dude plays hard. Yeah. Hey, that's my line. That's you got to play hard, you know, and he does. He plays hard. Yes. So, like, yeah, it was nice to see him in there and just going all out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there might be players that are active for the game, but the Steelers don't plan on using. And like Coach Tomlin said, you might even see guys playing some, but just not playing nearly as much. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would be nice if that if that were were to dictate things. Now, I think the reason that this game is meaningful is that since Ben Roethlisberger was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2004, he has intentionally been sat out in Week 17 four times. Okay, Steelers are three and one in those games. The only loss came uh, to the Ravens back. Oh, it was a while ago. Um, you know, they won Ben's rookie year. Um, the, the, the two most recent ones were both against Cleveland. They were both at home, but they were against a one and 14 team and an O and 15 team that Landry Jones went out there and won a week 17. This is a slightly better Cleveland Browns team than those, in my opinion. Oh um, yeah. So, you know, slightly better, slightly better. Um, yeah, of course, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just messing around. I mean, this is a solid, <laughs> it's a solid, it's a solid Brown team. Um, but uh, what, what do you think would be, what are the Steelers looking for out of this game? This is what I wish the Steelers would be looking for out of this game. Offensively is not about who plays mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care who plays on offense. I want to see what plays do we run. The person that doesn't get the week off here that needs to prove to me is not the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. I was talking about arguing with Pastor Pratt earlier about. Mm -hmm. No, for me, the guys that do not, the guy that does not deserve to get the week off is your offensive play callers. (laughs) I want to see more of what we saw second half against the Colts. Yeah, if we see the same cruddy offense that we had seen the first half against the Colts, we had seen the previous four games. four games prior to yeah, that. Yeah, really. What that goes to show that the problem and the problems last year were not right Mason Rudolph. I was saying before that I thought the biggest problems last year is that is that Randy Feedner had him thinking so hard he couldn't play football. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I think this is a chance for the Steelers to show that they can do a little bit more. I want to see well, if we just so you got to remind yourself of this, Steelers fans. If you're if you're seeing the exact same things offensively that you saw against the Bengals and against the football team. If that's the thing that you're seeing, that is not Mason Rudolph's fault. That is Randy Land. And if that's the case, then we know Randy Land's got to go. Okay. Yep. Yep. Meaning they're not going to fire him or anything, but you just you don't let him run the show on, of your offense in the playoffs. So to me, I almost feel like he like I don't know that it it, it, it is this way, but it should be. He should be auditioning 
for the right to run the offense in the postseason in this game. Honestly, I mean, it's that brutal. It's that brutal. If it goes back to the same ridiculous stuff. Now, when it comes to one Mason Rudolph, and as I, as, as someone alluded to at some point where you can, you know, it's past Christmas, but you could always say, are we going to have Rudolph shiny new year or something like that? You could throw it out there. When it comes to him, I want to see if we see some, some of the improvement that I think that we could see from him based on what he should have had last season. Because I've said it before, his first year in the league, he was the third string quarterback. He got next to no reps in practice. He was just back learning what it was like to be in the NFL. Then last year, he was the backup. He was supposed to be the guy that gets all the first team reps on Wednesday when Ben's sitting out of practice and you really learn and improve, come in in some mop-up duty here and there perhaps, and that's how you learn and you get better in your next year um, in the NFL with him as a third-round pick. But he got thrust into the starting role six quarters into the season. Yep. He did not get that that middle ground. He went from a guy in street clothes holding a clipboard to you're the guy in a game and a half. In a game and a half. Not you know, not counting preseason and everything, but in an actual game and a half of NFL football. That's and that, that a quarterback's coach. Yeah, and and without a quarterback's coach. So right. now you have a quarterback's coach, and he gets to get the, the reps every day that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't practice. So he should have had a chance to improve. That's what I would like to see. Do you know what I mean? I would like to see some improvement from Mason Rudolph. But if there's no improvement in the play calling, it's not really going to yes, be Yeah, I don't want to see run for one, run for one. Throw a three-yard pass, punt. Yeah. Yeah. If we keep doing that all game, then we know where the problem is. Yes. So I know some people are saying that they would like to see um, Big Al rest. I'd like to see him get a little bit of time. I really would. I'd like to see him and Dotson get a little bit more time playing next to each other. Yeah. Because I think Dotson played great. Dotson played wonderful the other Mm -hmm. day. And um, and so it's just something to get used to. Oh man, there was one play that David DeCastro got blown up so bad and knocked down backwards on the goal line. Um, that it was just yeah, let's let's not talk about that one. But there's there's uh, bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and some people are like, Oh, were we gonna get to see Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs has not been active all season, he has not been in uniform. That has not been his job. His job is to be a guy that played for the Steelers in the past and to come in and to be a guy that could step in if there's any, any COVID-related issues and stuff going on. Um, would I would I think it would be fun to see if they had any fun little packages to throw in just against Cleveland to bring Dobbs in since he's going to be active? Sure, it would be fun. I'm not expecting it, but right. I would be more I would be more than welcome if they did it. So um just want to kind of see some some different working together. I want to see Vince Williams get some rest. I mean, that poor guy, he played 100% of the defensive snaps, but you could tell he wasn't all the way back. He was not completely recovered because he did have symptoms and talked about how difficult it was to breathe with having COVID. So he was he stepped in and he played hard, but his uh, his his own 
there were some physical limit limitations he had in that game last week. So I, I hope he gets I hope he gets a Veterans Day off tomorrow. <laughs> that would be nice to see. Because he earned uh, it. Yes, he he definitely did. But uh, I mean, he was playing with heart, and like and Coach Tomlin told told everyone in the press conference today that Vince, what Vince was doing more than anything was calling calling the plays, setting everything up. They even said, we know we have some deficiencies with him out there in the pass coverage, but we, we needed him to run everything. I think I think Avery Williamson is another guy that just plays hard. He plays hard and knows everything that he can. Yep. Um, Alex Highsmith, what do you think of his game on Sunday? I thought his game was great, man. He he almost got home for sacks like oh, what, no. four times. And he and he influenced passes. There, his pass rush is great. Now, one thing that Dupree has on Highsmith, and that is his ability to stop the run. Highsmith, when they run directly at him, and, and especially they get him caught up in a group. But Dupree does a very solid job on those, on reading correctly as I as we like call them the RPO deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Highsmith is still learning that. You yep. can tell. Mm-hmm. He's 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 a step behind. Yeah. On those types of things. And when you know when he's backside pursuit in, in the run game, he's he's on it. But he's a rookie and he's getting his most playing time. And if you can get two guys in there blocking him, he can get pushed. That's it's not a cut. It's something no. for him to work on in the offseason. I think he's playing admirably. But I would say admirably, I, that, I think yeah. he's playing great considering he we were we were expecting him to get 10 to 11 defensive snaps a game. Yeah. And almost all well, of them. He was up where in the 50s, high yeah. 50s or somewhere in this game, 56, maybe. Yeah. It, you know. So so what he's gotten thrust into, he has handled very well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I give him, you know, sometimes it's almost so much so that I forget that he's a rookie, you know, right. But that's one of those things. And it's really nice that he didn't play very much, you know, didn't have to play more than those snaps early on because um, he still seems like he's rolling through. So I think very bright future for him. And like I said, if he had one part of his game to work on, it's when they run directly at him. Um, But that, I mean, that's just nitpicking. I, I think he, I think he's done great. Um, just thought I'd ask you about that. I'm, so I'd like to see him against the Browns. I don't. He's not a guy you're going to. You're looking to rest. He's not a guy. No, probably not. You're not looking to rest your wide your, your wide receivers because you just don't have any more. Right. Um, maybe get a little bit more Ray Ray out there and not have quite as many snaps for everybody else. Um, but I you'll, think you're you'll see the receivers all fairly even snap count would be my guess. They're all going to be bunched together uh-huh. instead of a couple way up and a couple in the bottom and, a, and some in the middle. You know, yep. I think you're going to see a pretty even spread of snap count for the wide receivers. Okay. So one last question before we move on to, to our predictions, what do you want to see out of the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday at one o'clock against the Browns, knowing that they're going to be resting some guys and some other things like that? What do you want to see the most? I'd like to see that we come out of the gate with the passing game that is going to all three levels. Okay. On top of 
because on top of that, I then also want to see what that could potentially do for the running game. All right. I hope they're, I hope our options are ready. If we go back to, if we can get back to that running game, we had the first five games of the season. Yeah. I hope our Aussies are ready because they're coming back in because I want to know from both Maddie and Mark. Now, if you guys weren't here at the beginning of the show, we had our two Aussies on here announcing their YouTube, they're, they're moving their, their podcast to YouTube and Facebook starting this Saturday at 5 PM. But I want to hear from each one of you. I'm going to start with Matt first. What, is the one thing you want to see out of the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday, knowing that Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing and everything else? Yeah, so Rich took like one of my things, which was really seeing that offensive line work. So I'd really like to see them use the tight ends better in the passing game because I think for Mason this week, Vance and Ebron have to step up. And equally, if we're talking about rest, I don't want to see Ebron take 80% of the sort of numbers of snaps that he's had. So I really want to see how they're using the tight ends in the pass game. Yeah, and those are the only two they have. So uh, they're still probably going to be playing. They just might get Vance out there a little bit more. Mark, what about mm-hmm. you? Is there anything? I know they, they've taken all the good answers, but is there anything different you want to see uh, um, from the Steelers? You've just got to – I want to see the same energy that I saw in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. The other day, I, was, I watched the, the Jets game more than I watched the Steelers, <laughs> and I was, I was hoping the Jets to win. They did, but – when they, there was one big play that they had a third down, got off the field, um, and the sideline had a bit of energy. You're versing the Browns. you gotta got to put it to them. Um, we don't want them in the playoffs. It would be so funny to see Baker lose that and then the Colts win, and I'm pretty sure they're out. So just it doesn't matter who plays. Bring your energy and just – and yeah, let's just – let's get them. Yeah, now I, I will clarify – there is a lot of scenarios that puts people in and out of the playoffs. Um, right now, the Browns would be they're on the bottom of the list. They're the next to the bottom of the list next to the Colts. The Colts are the odd man out. But you've got, it goes, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Colts. Those five all with the same record in that order. And that's the order of the tiebreakers even. So... Obviously, Tennessee or, or Indianapolis has to be in that number four seed. So it's one or the other. It's Tennessee if they win. It's Tennessee's if they lose and the Colts lose. So the only way that Tennessee doesn't get it is if they lose and the Colts win. But if the Colts win and the Browns lose, the Browns drop below the Colts. But if somebody else that's above that was already, you know, Above the Browns, if they lose, they're still going to say above the Browns. So it really is about that, about the Colts, because the Colts move ahead of them, and 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 that's the only one. Now you can't keep obviously you can't keep both the Browns and the Ravens out of the playoffs because there's there's only one team that's not going to make it. So, but but that's I just wanted to clarify that 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 is correct. That as long as the Colts would win and the Browns lose, they're at the bottom, even if other teams lose as well. Teams like Miami, they could lose too. But if somebody else below them also loses, then they're going to make it in. So I want to bring you guys back in for this because Rich is going to do his thing. You, I'm going to ask you guys to do the same. I mean, I don't know if you guys are comfortable doing it tonight or if you need to save it for Saturday. Um, You guys know that we always finish this up where Rich gives his prediction for the game, and then we go through it for the people in the live chat. Um, That's going to be up to you guys if you're going to save yours for – for, for Saturday if you want to do it tonight. But I wanted to at least give you the opportunity. So, Rich, what do you think is going to happen on Sunday? What do you predict for your score and the outcome? Now, I will tell you, the Browns yeah. right now are favored by 10 points. 
<laughs> by 10 points? By 10 points because the, because of the Steelers not playing their people. But if you wanted to compare it, the, the Chiefs are at home against the Chargers and they're underdog. The Chiefs are underdogs by three and a half because because the, they're not Vegas isn't expecting them to play on their people either. Oh, you know what? I, I'm I'm feeling like Brian Anthony Davis tonight. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you're going to get my bold and bizarre prediction. Your bold and bizarre. All right, here we go. All right, uh, Gay um, Mason Rudolph comes in, plays much better than expected. The game stays close. Um, Tie game late. Steelers with the football. Miles Garrett um, gets a face mask penalty called. Throws his helmet. Gets an unsportsmanlike call on top of that. Puts the Steelers into field goal range. Boswell kicks the field goal. We win. So, in other words, he's Vontez Perfect and Pat Van Jones rolling into one. Vontez Perfect moment, and the Steelers win 24-21. 24-21. There we go. Um, Maddie and Mark, are you guys going to save yours for Saturday, or do you want to or, or, or do you want to go tonight? I can say mine now. All right, Mark. Want, but I might forget it and it might change by the, the next time we're on here. Um, I've got the Steelers winning this one. I think they're going to – they've turned the corner. That second half was unbelievable. Um, I think Mason has something to prove. I think we still have to get our running game corrected. We need to do something with that. Um, we need more creative plays. And I think there's a lot of pressure on the Browns um, and Baker Mayfield to do something. Um, so this is – I don't know how we're minus 10 or whatever. I, it needs to be closer than that. I don't think they're going to um, bump us. If they win, the, the Browns will win by three or four three or four or six, but I've got the Steelers at uh, 24-10. I think our defense, even the back, the backups can still play good defense, so I think it's all on Baker. If Baker makes some mistakes, we've won this game. There you go. Matty P, we going to get yours today too? or Yeah, I'll feed off that, but first I just wanted to bring up Donald's comment. Donald, we are, if you've missed the start of the show, starting 5 p.m. each Saturday, we'll be coming to you live as Tony moves on to the Friday night, so yeah, definitely keen to see the support there. But going back to predictions, I agree with what Mark was saying. If the Steelers are going to win this game with sitting some starters out, it's going to come down to turnovers. That was probably one of the things that I've seen least talked about from last week. The defense got two turnovers. The offense didn't commit a turnover. If we're going to win this week, it's on the defense showing up. It can't be relying on Mason or the Steelers' poor run game. I do think, though, yeah, I, it's going to be a hard one to beat the Browns this week. But I do think the defense shows up. Steelers win by two. All right. Steelers by two. I'm going to bring it up for um, scores. Um, I just popped that into the into the live chat. Thank you for. I don't know which one of you brought this oh, up. I did that. All right. So we did get a super chat here, four ninety nine from Occam's Ox. Says I want to see uh, misery make a comeback in Cleveland. Mason Rudolph and backups knock the Browns out of the playoffs. The factory of sadness returned. That's the perfect story. It really is, and that's what we want to see. The question is, will we see it? My biggest factor, I'm going to tell you this is going to come come down to what I haven't decided yet, is, is Randy Land. It all, to me, it really comes down to Randy Land. Is it going to be Coach Feigner calling the same kind of offense they've been calling the last few weeks? And that's what scares me. So here we go. Now that I'm throwing there that I want scores, let's bring them up. We got Andrew Wilball. 
Will Barr. He says Browns 24-9. Um, he says get a, a defensive TD and a safety. And then <laughs> Mason gets benched. Kyle says 17-13 Browns if Randy wants to explore Brand. different three options. 21-14 Steelers if Ben shows Randy how to, how to call plays. One thing I said, <laughs> I think Ben Roethlisberger – he, he needs to shut everything down this week physically and bump everything up mentally this week. He needs to be dissecting stuff in practice, dissecting stuff in the game, looking at the things that they can do moving forward, I think is a good thing for him. Steeler Chick 46, Browns 21, or sorry, Steelers 21, Browns 17, as my super chat jumps around on me. I can't even begin. I can't even begin this. Anyone help, want to help me with this name? Uh, I got nothing. Shifts 88. Huh? Okay, we'll say that. Um, 23-20 Browns. Okay, Steeler Nation 412 says 26 to 21 Cleveland. Michael O'Malley, 28 to 10 Steelers. Okay. Uh Henry Manuel says Sean David and safety. I didn't mean to click on that one, but Rich says big Kyle. All right. Um this is a, a Chiefs fan that's been in here a little bit. Hefe is what I'm going oh. to say. Um Browns 33, Steelers. 13. Um, um, I, I always screw this name up. Kelvin Colbert Sr., 24 yeah. to 20 Steelers. Christopher 11, 20 to 17 Steelers. Cree says 34 to 6 Browns. I mean, the, you got to remember the Browns are coming off losing to the Jets, and they only scored seven points against the Steelers last time. You don't know which Browns team is going to show up. That's the other thing. You don't know which Browns team you're going to get. My goodness. Um, uh, Double HH wanted to know if, if the wide receivers are still out. They have not come off the COVID list. I know. I think a couple other people went on the COVID list today for for the Browns. Um, their one rookie tight end is one of them. Um, I'm not sure the other who, who the other one was. We'll have to stay tuned throughout the week to see what's going yeah, on. Who's um, in and out for them? Because they were close contacts. It, it all depends on how they test and everything. Okay. Um, Dusk Thunder Nine says. 1724 Browns. Um, he says that the backups aren't going to get it done. Chubb's going to run for 180. We have Robert says 17 to 10 Steelers. Occam's Ox gives us another 399 because he wants me to pay Kyle. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Uh man, a host of friends. I have a host of friends. Um, my I, I skipped again. Sorry, I gotta use my touch screen because I can't read these. Oh, That's all right. Um Tyler, Tyler W, 24-20. He says, Steelers, it's off three turnovers. Matt, you brought up a was – it, was it Matt or Mark? I can't – Matt, I'm pretty sure you said it. Yeah, it's turnovers. about the takeaways. It's about the takeaways, yeah. you know, yeah. forcing those turnovers. That's a really good point, okay? Um, Richard McKinney says, realistic score, Cleveland 24, Pittsburgh 35. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That'd be crazy if the offense put up more points without Ben Roethlisberger. That would just that <laughs> Actually, would, it wouldn't that be that would crazy, be depending on what we see offensively for the scheme. Yeah, it's all. I think it comes down to scheme. Okay, Aaron says Steelers twenty-one to seventeen. Um, Felicia wanted was asking about their COVID situation. It's not over. They had two guys go on the list today. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the actual score. Do, 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 do. Donald says Steelers win 36-13. Jalen Samuels gets a TD. That'd be crazy. Um, man, it, boy, wouldn't it be nice to get a big defensive play against Baker Mayfield early like they did the last game? Um, that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, Eric says 24-17 Steelers. Um, 
Um, I, we were told, um, just don't even try to pronounce that name. <laughs> that we screwed up. Mm. Uh, Steelers fan 74, good to see him in here. Uh, 1714 Steelers. So, and man, all these people saying I need to pay Kyle. Okay. Cam Troy, 2817 Steelers. Okay. Um, wow. Hey, Tom, he says 21 to nothing Steelers. You know, I'd love to see like a 10 to nine score. That'd be crazy. But I, I give my, I have to give my prediction Thursday. So there we go. Um, <laughs> Steelers, Pittsburgh, Chargers 30 to seven over the <laughs> Because we had a Chiefs fan in here. Uh, over, the uh, chef. huh? over the chefs. Over the chefs. Yeah, over yeah. the chefs. That Great old school Snickers commercial, right? Remember that Snickers commercial? Yeah. Not Great going anywhere googly for a while. Great googly moogly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys might be too young for that one. Uh, Henry says 24 or 27 24 Steelers. Um, do you see any more in there? I'm skipping around a lot. So I don't want to miss any numbers. Get that one. Um, where Russ says uh, 28, uh, Steelers 28, Browns 17. That's another good one. Okay. Uh, yes, Andrew said Arnold. Harrison Bryant. That was the name of the tight end that went on the list. So uh, how about Ryan? 27-21, Browns. I can see this game really going either way. Oh, Lake Effect Snows. One. There you go. Us 20, them 17. Lake Effect Snows. Could that be a Cleveland fan? I'm not sure. Ezra gets his in there. 16 to 14 Steelers. That's that's an interesting one there. Yeah. Um did we get did we get this one? Yeah, we got that one. Sorry. Yeah, we got that one. Sorry, did. Um, who are we missing? Did we get this we one? Get that, did we get that one? John's 13 to 7. Yeah. And then do we get um, this one? GS 24-17 yep. Steelers. And then of course we got to bring up Occam's Ox. Because I don't know that he put it in his super chat. 17-13 Steelers. So there you go. Um, in case you're wondering why you're seeing four blokes here right now, um, I didn't get a chance to sling the slang with you guys. I really would have liked to say, hey, you know, we, we could teach you some good country words if you if you really wanted them. Okay. You don't do. Yeah, if, if, you, if you don't do. Um, but what? <laughs> what, you guys what was that? Don't do. Don't do. Okay. I'm about no, ready to, 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 to go down there to the to, to giant eagle. Don't do. Go with me, Matt. Do you know what he's saying? No, nah, different language, nah. right, mate. It's like crazy. No, different English. What you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we speak English. I don't know about you two blokes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say um, an another one from our area was like if if you know be be careful, don't mess this up. It'll get all whopper jawed. Okay, which is which has a which has a synonym also known as cattywampus. Yeah, okay, those, those are two that you could use, which is just. When something's kind of messed up and funky, it's either whopper jawed or all caddy wampus. So that's one. But um, before we go, just because we're with the Aussies, we have to say this: you guys, you you have us pretty high in the power power rankings, right? With the accents. Oh, and with the Aussies before the way you said it, I mean, you're oh, keeping mm -hmm. that pedestal. You're top hey, out number one, Dave hey, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Now you said that Jeff was disqualified because of his whole Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Um, that it's just that's just reference to something from years ago. I will tell you one thing: if you guys want to learn your yinzer, there's a name that you can say to practice your yinzer okay. to make it better. Okay, that's very simple. If Rich knows what it is, it's Donnie Iris. 
You have to be able to say Donnie Iris. Okay. Donnie, Donnie Iris? Yeah, it's 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 to say it in proper English, it's Donnie Iris. Okay. Oh, Donnie but Iris. If you can say okay. Donnie Iris, then you know exactly that that's all you need to know. You know, you go to Pittsburgh, you just say Donnie Iris, people are gonna think you fit right in. Isn't it like uh downtown and that <laughs> and yin's and that? Yeah, isn't no, that it? No, Don, Donnie Iris is a musical is a Pittsburgh musical legend. That's that's oh. what you know. As you, you know, I'm I'm I'll go down and see Donnie Iris. No, he's, yeah, right. he's, he's playing. He's playing over there. So, um, with that, we've kind of gone over a little bit, messing around with you guys. But uh, the reason we have our Aussies on here is you've got to make sure you're ready to, for their first live show Saturday, approximately 5 p.m. Eastern. They will be taking the Saturday's time slot. Um, uh, Stewart's brunch with Tony is going to move to another time with Tony that'll be on Friday evenings. Other than that, you're, you should have a regular week from us here at Behind the Steel Curtain when it comes to the podcasts. With um, Boy, it was nice to actually have a hangover on Monday and a Scobro on Tuesday. You'll have Know Your Enemy tomorrow night with uh, Michael and Jeffrey, the preview with Brian and Jeff and myself on Thursday. It's probably going to be much earlier in the day, just like last week, because we're dealing with uh, with New Year's Eve. And then we're, it, we should have a debut from Tony on Friday. And our wonderful touchdown under on Saturday. And then we'll have our Steelers post-game show on, on Sunday. Make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Rich, anything else you want to say about anything before we sign off here? No, I'm good. <laughs> Matt, anything you want to say to Steelers Nation? Can't wait. Mark, anything else you, you want to say here? Just happy new year. Let's, uh, let's yeah. have a you know good new year and uh let's beat the Browns and get him out of the competition. Yeah, and how excited are you guys for Saturday or your Sunday uh, morning? Oh, I'm pretty pumped uh, up. Yeah. It'll be out 9 a.m. So I'll be up, up there, I'll be a little bit tired, but I get a coffee and we'll be sweet. All right. We're looking forward to it. So, uh, hey, Steelers are back on track. We don't have to worry about any other kind of bad streaks going on. We're starting a new good streak. Uh, make sure you are checking us out, both on the audio, both on the, the live chats, and both on the web, and also on the website. And just let's enjoy this game Sunday. It's one of those games that you can go out there, you know, good things can happen. And if bad things happen, it's because you're choosing to rest your guys. So it should be hopefully a nice fun game for Steelers fans. Sunday, one o'clock, wrapping up the regular season. What do you think about that, Rich? Back-to-back games on Sunday, one o'clock. Oh, can't wait. (laughs) We'll see you next time.